Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, boy detective. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you just did a weird uh, first syllable, so I thought I would. Did I really? It was a little weird. Do you think that's just because I did not do it on purpose? Do you think it's because I'm so pumped up on Sudafed? <laughs> I mean, like, that's one explanation. Are you pumped on the Fed? Oh, yeah. Like I was fucking you Donald sued? Trump at the presidential debates. You Student? What do they call what do they call being blasted on Sudafed? Uh getting fetty. Getting fetty, yeah. <laughs> Fun fetty. Yeah. Like the cupcakes. Yeah, you got it. Man, I am so uh I'm completely out of my mind. Wow. Taking some Excedrin today, taking a number of Sudafed. Had to go go through that sad ritual where don't you don't mix, baby. Come where on. You go to the uh you know where you go to the pharmacist and you have to convince Swaggy them you're not a meth dealer? Come on, you know you know the old you know the old rhyme. Sudafed before Excedrin, you'll hurt your head in uh-huh. that situation. Yeah. And of course, Excedrin before Sudafed, you'll be dead. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, I guess that gives the lie to that old wives tale because <laughs> here I am, baby. Oh, wow. Podcasting and better than ever. Alive, well. Messing up syllables. Man, those, you know what? Fuck those old wives and their tales. They're never true. Sorry. I don't mean to come out against old wives. Look, if I wanted a tale, I'd ask Genji. Uh, what are you talking about? The, ta- the tale of Genji? Mm, I don't know what that is. It's like the first Japanese novel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get Genji on the line. <laughs> Unless he's somebody's wife. Then I don't want to hear from him. <laughs> well, if he's a young wife. Yeah, I'd hear from a young or wife. Or like a truly elderly wife. Right. Yeah. But not an old wife. No. Old wives are the ones spreading those tales. A wife in a coma? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> My favorite Smith song. <laughs> uh, should we introduce our guest? I'd love to. Of course, she's an award-winning singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a gifted actor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, she's uh, the host uh, or co-host of The Art of Process, mm-hmm. brand, new, brand new smash hit Maximum Fun podcast. Uh, she is much too good for this. Mm-hmm. Amy Mann. Thank you for that fabulous introduction. I completely object to the uh I'm a terrible actor, but thank you. I've I've stumbled my way through a couple of things. God, it's very don't I'd love to stumble my way through something. <laughs> so That's friend, a dream. I was we were talking about this a little bit um before Mike, but a friend was uh gushing to me when um because we were eating gushers. Love a love uh-huh. a friend gush. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Me and me and, I, my me and friend some and friends are just gushing. A friend and I were just fruit by the footing. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, was gushing to me about how great you were on the uh, the Gianni Versace show. Thank you. I just, you know, sang a song <laughs> to a, a version of the song I had already sung before. So it wasn't really been singing. <laughs> was it like one so of those... Just pretending to sing. Oh, what is it called? Lip syncing. Was it like one of those things where a band plays at the Peach Pit for the cast of 90210? <laughs> <laughs> or they go to the Max to b- perform for... Uh, the uh, what's that show called? Uh, Save by the Bell. I think Save the Max the only had close up magic. I don't think oh. a band ever played. <laughs> Wait, did Harry Anderson come to the Max? No, there was a budget Harry Anderson on Save by the Bell who would perform close up magic for the kids, but okay. it would have some sort of like symbolism to what they were going on, what was going on with them that week. Really? I think so. I watched a lot of Save by the Bell. I don't remember any, any magical metaphors. Not at all. Yeah. 
I remember a time on Out of This World where Abraham Lincoln put Evie's cashmere sweater into what he called the make small machine. <laughs> Turns out it was the dryer. <laughs> oh, boy. Where's that reboot? Wow. Yeah. Come on, Abe. <laughs> I've watched no no Saved by the Bell, but the magic metaphor uh, segment intrigues me now. Yeah. Um, what? So what would you? So you? Okay. So you were on the Versace program. Yes. You were very funny on Portlandia as Thank yourself. You. As but Amy you Mann. know, I got I got Fred and Carrie there, and my instructions to them were, were please tell me exactly what to do so that I am funny <laughs> and don't embarrass you. Uh, I I I think it's it's a hilarious episode. One of my <laughs> faves. You. Amy, you would never embarrass them. You'd embarrass yourself. <laughs> yeah, and and by association, they would be embarrassed. So they have a stake in it. It's not as big as my stake. And the entire independent film channel. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think I think based on uh, our experience hosting a television mm-hmm. program for the independent film channel, they're unembarrassable. That's true. They're without shame. Um, yeah, you embarrass yourself. You embarrass the rerun of Lake Placid that comes on after you. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> that's what's on IFC these days, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Who knows? Yeah, I Who couldn't knows? tell you. Do you have a favorite acting role? Do you have a like a time when you think like, oh, man, nailed it on this nailed one? It. I really haven't done that much. I mean, I do think the Portlandia thing was pretty good. Yeah, it's really I'm, good. I'm fairly proud of that. Do you have a dream role? Like a role I'd well, like to play? I'll give you an example. Hugh Jackman just tweeted, and a lot of people shared this information with me. Hugh Jackman just tweeted that he will be playing Professor Harold Hill in The Music mm. Man on Broadway. Oh, that's right. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm no murderer. But you would like to murder him for doing that? Should is that I? The, is that the end of the sentence? Should I? <laughs> look, do you think you could take Jackman? I'm no murderer. From but behind? This, He's Jack, is... man. I could take him if he didn't see me coming. Oh, <laughs> you want to sneak up on Jackman? Hypothetically. Now, I would never... Some rubber-soled shoes and you're in. I want to oh, be yeah. clear. I'm no murderer. <laughs> and, okay? yet, and yet. But I murder's do own, being planned tonight. <laughs> I do own a black turtleneck, mm-hmm. some black pants, right? some uh, black, let's say, keds. Ke- black keds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are the, the sneaking shoes. <laughs> yeah, those are sneaking shoes. Sneaking shoes. Yeah. Uh, I like to I like to sneak in my shape ups. Oh, so yeah. it tones my bottom as I sure sneak up on. That's how Joe Montana does all his murdering. Wait a minute, was your murdering thing going to tie back to Hugh Jackman? Yeah, so that's who you're going to murder. If I can take out Jackman, mm-hmm. and granted, mm-hmm. is Jackman an international treasure? Sure, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with Jackman per se, other than the fact that, as far as I can tell, and I haven't looked at the depth charts recently. Mm. But as far as I can tell, he's the only thing standing between me and being Professor Harold Hill on Broadway. Is that your goal? Is that a goal of yours? Yeah, that's why I got into the entertainment industry. Would you like to And by the entertainment industry, I guess I mean NPR. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that calls for you singing something from the music man. Trouble? Little trouble? Yeah. Hold on. I just have my pitch pipe. Yeah. Shapoopy? I don't think that's uh, yeah. Sing Shapoopy. I don't know. I don't know. The girl is hard to get. Sing Shapoopy. (laughs) Sing Shapoopy. It's a little hard to say three times. It's not the Harold Hill uh, character. I'm not. What's the Harold's? Come on. You got uh, seventy six trombones. What? Do you know songs from seventy six trombones? That's a Harold Uh, Hill music man. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's it? Marion the librarian. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. Yeah. Well, just two bars. 
Are you really want me to sing? Yeah, we're we're With, you no, have you're a, a professional you singer. A let me blow. Let me blow in my pitch pipe again. <laughs> 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 oh, you brought one too. We all have pitch pipes. I'm not singing a cappella while we're trombones, trombones at the, the big parade. They were followed by rows and rows of the finest virtuosos and drums of every shape and size. I'm into it. Huge, huge Jackman. Step aside. Yeah. You and cluttering up I have the walkway. Adamantium claws. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Well, this is who's the greatest go, showman now, asshole. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wait, hold on. Do you think the greatest showman was about Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. You think that it was the next one? Hugh Jackman. Mm, he's not Wolverine in all of his movies. Is he not? <laughs> no. Uh. He was in the one I saw. Well, that's one. Yeah. Uh, there are others. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. No, you're right. I think he, right. I think every movie. And now, boy, does I got. I mean, implications for the X Men universe is now is. Um, uh, now is the Music Man part of the X Men universe? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. He's a mutant. His uh, his mutant power is salesmanship. <laughs> right. Suddenly, that show makes a lot more sense. Sell anything. Oh yeah. And of course, the the townspeople, their mutant power is Iowa stubborn. <laughs> um, what's the Wells Fargo wagons mutant power coming down, coming the, down street. the street? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey. I wanted to, because uh, you know it's the Max Fun Drive. Yeah, uh, that's true. Where we're we're talking we're talking about we're talking about the fans. How much we appreciate the fans. We've got some fans right here as as we record this. Mm-hmm. This is not what we normally do, but we decided this week we would live stream fans. this week's record on Facebook. So we've got fans oh, watching floated up the around the world. Mm-hmm. Six, eight. Nine of them. Wow, nine! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold I'll on, let me call it. my mom. <laughs> Yeah, mom, nine. Um, oh, it went down to eight. I think your mom stepped away from the screen for a second. Oh uh, yeah, right. My mom, uh, my mom just turned on PewDiePie. <laughs> oh, my, God. my mom loves PewDiePie. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, she's a crypto Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, PewDiePie's bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry to sorry to bandy about the name PewDiePie casually. Yeah, it's fun to say. Yeah, but uh, I, won't, I tell you, I, was... I won't say it anymore. I was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and someone- Cool. So, I know. Well, I'm not bragging. Microblogging? My lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, someone at-mentioned me, <laughs> and they said, hey, I'm just tweeting at random people. Can you give a shout-out to PewDiePie? Oh, God. Support independent what? performers. What? And mm-hmm. so I don't really know about PewDiePie, except that he was accused of being a crypto-Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, what I found myself wishing- was that we on Jordan Jesse Go, right. the confounding, frustrating, and ultimately disappointing podcast that we host, mm-hmm. had people who cared so much about our program that they would be tweeting at PewDiePie mm-hmm. to say, hey, can you just give a shout out to Jordan Jesse Go? <laughs> that would be nice. What's PewDiePie doing that we're not? Streaming, I guess. And yeah, I guess he's streaming. Having various views yeah. <laughs> that we don't support. Having some views. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, because we're talking about we're talking we're talking about the fans right. this week. And I want I had a really nice interaction with a fan. And I just wanted to shout them out personally. Yeah. And I just wanted to take this space 
in the show to create some space. I love spaces. Yeah. Just wanted to create a space to say just a hi and a shout out to Alex, the bartender at the Hollywood and Highland David Busters. <laughs> oh, wow. Who... <laughs> who looked at my ID, and I'm glad he checked my ID. Yeah, of course. But it's because, I mean, do I look under 21? Okay, I mean, I guess so. I'm flattered. You know what? That's what I said. Thank, Thank you. you. That's I'm what I flattered. said. Thank you. To be, yeah, to be ID'd at my age. Right. First, that was thrill one. Yeah. To be ID'd. Yeah. Um, thrill two was to be inside David Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have your face on when they ID'd no, you. No, uh-uh. Um, and he looked at the ID, and he's straight like- from the gym. He's like- Jordan Morris, mm-hmm. he says, I listen to your podcast every day. Wow. Now, should you listen to the show every day? I mean, maybe not. I mean, I guess you could listen that to- That would probably divert your life yeah. from a, towards a more dissolute path. <laughs> it's an hour. I guess I just wonder at what you were listening to at that point. Are you re-listening to the same? Because we only do an hour and a half a week. Right. In a daily show. This isn't the daily. This isn't the yeah. gist. But, you know- Maybe it's spaced I mean, out in segments. Oh, yeah. Maybe, right. You know, Maybe he listens hour to segments. it 10 minutes. I don't know what his commute I don't know if you so asked that's him. three days right there. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a backlog. Yeah. Maybe it came late to the game. Could so be. Like, yeah. Could be he's just, he's yeah. like, I've been listening to podcasts every day for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> every week, there's 90 minutes of the regular show, 90 minutes or so. You got the guest, you got the banter, you got the different segments. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Doughboys Double, if you're a member of the Patreon. It's, uh, it's Doughboys, you're thinking. Oh, this okay. Is, this is not Doughboys. Oh, I God. wish it was. Yeah. It would be a dream. God, that would be amazing. God, I would love to be on Doughboys. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but he said- he I said, honestly thought I did a great job on the show. I don't know why sure. I haven't been back. I, I get it. Nicole Byer is available. Sure. She's fun. She's great in everything. She is? Yeah. Can she host the show with me? <laughs> Amy, do you want to do a podcast with Nicole Byer? God, I don't know who, who that is, but sure. She's a delight. You'll yeah, love she's her. She's a joy. Much better than Jesse. Yeah, well, you know, can't be everything. Um, you so can't, You can't sing uh, a Music Man and no. uh, be delightful. That's true. I'm not saying you're not delightful. Well, Je- well I think I think Jesse is what we call a single threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sing the Music Man. <laughs> And I got about, I'm maybe like a half threat. <laughs> My single threat is talk singing. <laughs> part, part threat? Yeah. It's a little bit of a threat. I'm a regular Rex Harrison. <laughs> um, <laughs> good uh, suspender hook when you said that. Thank you. Um, so he checks my ID. He says, I've listened to your podcast every day, which, which was a thrill to hear. I mean, I was confused by it, but also thrilled. And um, then he said, hey. I also love news radio. <laughs> I love to get all kinds of viewpoints. Sure. Your podcast is a real experience, Joe Rogan. Um, and he said, uh, first rounds on me, which was a thrill. That's I mean, that fantastic. was great. Wow. Um, and I hope I'm not getting him in trouble with Dave and Buster's corporate by saying that. I don't know if he was, um, you know, allowed to do that, if that's like part of the. I, I can help with this. Dave does listen. Mm. A few weeks ago, Buster kind of. Sent me a really mean email. Oh, we boy. said something that upset him. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Buster. About uh, BW3. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, he, he said all he listens to now is never not funny. Well. Hmm. You like stop podcasting yourself because they're nicer than we are. That's true. You're Canadian. Um, and then he – and then so he's first rounds on me. And then he's like, you know – I th- I was thinking I was going to run into you here. <laughs> and I thought, am I, am I that predictable? Am I that predictable to, 
<laughs> I like to think of myself as an enigma. It's, you, you know, you don't know whether I'm coming or going. Anyway. You must have left a lot of clues in your many hours of constant listening. Yeah, as with the a lot enigma, of clues were dropped. He right. got together a crack team of our nation's greatest scientists mm-hmm. and cracked your code. Mm-hmm. He's right. I imagine he has a, you know, he has a bulletin board in his room with red string tied to various newspaper articles. This way, that way, upsy down. How do I run into Jordan? He thought. Oh. Work at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, and sure enough. I mean, you've never talked about Dave and Buster's on the show before. I think I have, actually. Have you? Yeah. There I don't really go. pay attention while you're talking. <laughs> you just got to zone out. Can we get Nicole in here? Nicole Byer, <laughs> Nicole Byer everybody. Nicole Byer. <laughs> Replacing everyone. Anyway. That is a really beautiful experience, It was Jordan. a beautiful experience, despite, despite it being, despite me not feeling like as much of an enigma as I thought I was, because I assumed I was one. Um, but yeah, it was really, really nice. I want to give a shout out to Alex. Thanks for that cocktail. It was great. And I had a lovely time at the Hollywood and Highland. What, did, and what was your drink? Uh, tequila and club soda. Hmm. Nice, you know. It's kind of a romance drink. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, just, a, just a masculine dude hanging yeah, out at David real, Buster's. Just a real straight. Right. You know, but my, and yet refreshing. My dad drank it. My granddad drank it. You could when call you... it a tequila spritzer. Oh, I Maybe, could. Yeah. I should call it a spritzer. Well, that's how it Lighten it up a little. Do you have a regular drink? What do you? What's your just I like order? Com- I like Campari and soda, which could not be more of a ladies' drink. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I think I think a lot of like international gents like Campari. <laughs> if you're like a well-traveled <laughs> <Yeah>. gent, <laughs> it's an aperitif. Yeah, it sure. A is. Well-traveled Jordan, gent. When you ordered your tequila and soda, mm-hmm. what shelf did he go to? Was it just oh, was it a I think it was rail, yeah. Yep. Hey Alex, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I told a nice story. Hey, how about how about how about middle shelf? How about George Clooney's tequila? No. E forties. E forties tequila. Tequila, please. Turtle from Entourage. E quarenta tequila, please. There's multiple celebrity tequilas he could afford. <laughs> But he chose. Alex claims that he listens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. I had a really nice experience with a fan. Oh yeah, day. yeah, Please, totally. Do tell. Um, probably a lot of our listeners don't know, but when I'm not working at Maximum Fun, I have a job as a private detective. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Hold on, op- just real quick. Is a this singing story? private detective? <laughs> right. God, that's a Coen Brothers movie coming yeah. up. You know it. Yeah. So hold on, just real quick. Is this story real? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So I work downtown in an office as a private detective. Private detective, sure. And um, who, si- who sings? It was uh, it was the golden hour, mm-hmm. and I had the shades. Uh, I have like louvered shades, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Venetian blinds or whatever on my on my windows, and I had them open somewhat so it let some light in, but also there were shadows. Mm. And honestly, when I do that, it gets hot. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and. Uh, Turn on the ceiling fan. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Is that where you were going the whole time? I guess. Cool. <laughs> right here. Hold on. I had a great experience with the uh, the fan the, the the other day. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I wanted to watch a lesser Robert De Niro movie. Ah, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes in that one? Yeah, I think Wesley Snipes was in that. Yeah. I feel like the thing, only thing, I've never seen the movie, but I remember... Being excited because I think Robert De Niro wore a San Francisco Giants hat in that movie. Oh. And that was like, just as with, you know, How I Married an Axe Murderer or something. You know, you get a little shot of your hometown. Sure. You get a real thrill out of that. A little slice, real slice of life. I mean, it's not a rail tequila level thrill. No. Uh, 
There's a show, do you, I don't know, this is before your time, but a show, a TV show called Mannix that I remember as watching as a kid in uh, late 60s, early 70s, like a, you know, detective, private detective. And uh, there was a shot of him running down a street a block away. And I was so unreasonably excited. Like, <laughs> a block from where I live. Mannix! And you're like, oh, this is the Mannix Street. He's here. It's so exciting. <laughs> uh, where was it? What what part of town? It's in Las Feliz. Okay. But just also the idea of a television show shooting in Los Feliz. Seem, I don't know why that seems ridiculous, but uh, we've been watching a lot of a lot of those early seventies. Like Canon is is one. Okay, and uh, it's just boy the boy the standards the the locations are so junky. You feel like they just like pulled, you know, like drove around and pulled it to the side of the street and was like, ah, I guess this will do. Like it just seems so wildly <laughs> unplanned. Are the shows good? No. <laughs> Can't, the Mannix, I remember loving Mannix as a kid. And <clears throat> it's t- it's terrible. The writing is terrible. It's it's worse than it, like if we just uh came up with with a plot right now and transcribed just exactly what first came to our minds in right. terms of dialogue, it would be like, a thousand instance, percent better. A mutant with an adamantium skeleton has to unload a bunch of uh, musical instruments on an unsuspecting right. town off yeah. the top of that the That already is is better. But also just like the dialogue is so weirdly still – like it was almost like you have to try to make it not flow – it was really it's really kind of amazing. Canon is slightly better, but it's located it's all like parking lot parking lots and it's shot at night and there's no light, so yeah. it's just like murky shapes. Are whenever they, it's like, amazingly poor. Whenever I would like encounter a seventies rerun as a kid, chips. I think my mom liked a chips <laughs> rerun. I think she might I never have never watched chips. She might have had an Eric Estrada thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, That's usually the cause of chips. I saw Eric Estrada <laughs> one time uh-huh. here in Los Angeles. How'd that go? He's very shiny, man. Yeah. He was shiny? Very shiny. He yeah. was sweating? Had a shine on him. No, a natural- uh, Like a natural oil? Yeah. He was just oiled up? <laughs> like a seal. He was- like, he Just was, oiled up a little. I would characterize yeah. him as taut. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. Not muscular, <clears throat> uh-huh. but taut. Mm. Oh, got it. You could bounce yeah. a dime oh, off him. Oh, got it. Yeah. Flick yeah. a dime at Estrada. I guess a light translucence. Right. right. Like a, yeah, I always remember as a kid being upset- watching a 70s rerun by how brown everything was so brown too much brown everything is brown come it's on the 70s brown it's true. some things were orange and other things, things were, were avocado orange. green That's yeah true. but mostly it was brown there was yeah. a lot of brown and yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of things that were very close to brown as well my dad's car when i was like i was gonna say 10 to 14 uh he inherited it from a friend who died mm-hmm. it was a 77 nova it was metallic brown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give Me- it a little zhuzh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> zhuzh up that brown. You got to zhuzh the brown. Zhuzh the brown, baby. Yeah. So You don't want to flap That's brown. actually a line in my personal sad <laughs> for somebody to zhuzh the brown. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? Uh, it's really, really hot in here. Yeah. I'm going here. to remove my sweater. Let's take a quick break so Amy Mann can remove her sweater. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. la, 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 it's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. Off that Fetty. <laughs> Jordan Moore's boy detective. <laughs> Amy Mann, uh, nicknameless. 
Oh, come on. The nickname, the that, could be the, that could be the name of the hard-boiled singing detective, Nick Nameless. <laughs> Jordan, uh, why Nick do we, Nameless, punch, punch. Why do we bring these dignified people onto our show? Why do these, pe- these people with a sense of self-respect? Yeah, get Fairbanks in here. <laughs> dance, dance, Fairbanks. I ran into, into him we in wanna, an alley. We want to hear you bumble. Yeah. Wait, did you run into Chris Fairbanks in an alley? Yeah, we were both in an alley and walking at each other. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was great. He lives near there. <laughs> Wait, like in the dumpster? Or? No, he lives in a house. It's just oh, near an alley. Got it. Anyway, it was really fun. Same day I met Alex, the guy who gave me the drink at Dave and Buster's. Sounds like a hell of a day. God, it was I'm a not great day. Best day you, of my life. Amy, Free drinking and wandering the alley. <laughs> Amy, I have a question for you, okay? Uh, it is. So you're a, you're a, a music icon. Thank you. Um, you're not, uh, the, you're not, uh, your fame has more depth than breadth. You are deeply meaningful to many people, but you are not very slightly meaningful to hundreds of millions. It's like a spike in the ground. Of millions. Right. It's like a stake. <laughs> yeah. Like I know, steak hammered into the ground. She was she kept super cool about it. But Jennifer Marmer, the producer of Judge John Hodgman, mm-hmm. uh, when Amy came on uh, uh, came on Judge John Hodgman's live show uh, here in Los Angeles, uh, I-, I could see anytime Jen had finished talking to Amy and then walked far enough away that Amy uh, couldn't see her anymore. She was basically doing like a. <gasps> face Listen. because i think she had so admires amy mann i will be doing it in the car on the way home <laughs> yeah. thank you for your exaggerated response um, uh, i'll be doing the same thing when Devin your, the dude is a guest your flattery. On our show. i appreciate it and accept your flattery uh, however <laughs> i think that is it certainly i'm sure i'm sure it can be burdensome at times but it's a nice kind of fame and i wonder what the best thing you've ever gotten was and what kind of drink it was at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> uh, for free thing, I haven't gotten a ton of free things. Let me think about it th- during the course of this uh, yeah. of this evening. Maybe it could be a homemade. If I don't know if anybody's sewn oh, your likeness been... into a pillow. Oh, there was a there's a placemat that someone painted a picture of uh, of a. Cat that I sang about goose. It's, I have a song called Goose Snow Cone, and it's yeah. it was essentially about a cat. And uh, they painted a placemat, which is like so bizarre that it was awesome. I don't know. I didn't know that song was about a cat. It was kind of inspired that, by a cat. It was is actually, it obvious that I just totally miss it? It was actually about being. It is not obvious. Okay, and it requires explanation every time I play it, which is just you know makes me feel like an idiot. Because I my radar is up for. Cat content. (laughs) So I'm like, I've listened to that song many times. I didn't get the cat. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not obvious. It was. So I was in. um, I was on tour and I was in Ireland. Mm -hmm. It was very cold and snowy, and it was one of those. Like I was feeling homesick and kind of depressed and like, ugh. And so I started writing the song. Um, but I was also kind of at the same time looking on Instagram and there is a cat that who's, 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 uh, owners I follow and the cat's name is Goose. Oh. And it was a picture of her looking like a little snow cone cause she has, had a cone, like a white face and a cone on. Cause and, so like she had stitches or something? Yeah. Okay. So and so it was just like a sad, yeah. it was like one of the sad, like meow, <laughs> plaintive <laughs> little things. So I was using this phrase, Goose snow cone kind of as a placeholder 
except it just like it I don't know like it made sense because it was snowy and like I don't know like it made sense in my mind and I was like I'm going to replace this because I don't have to explain to like every time I play the song and then of course I say this exact story like yep I don't want to have to explain it but I'm going here to here it is here it is uh yeah so I never I never replaced it I just couldn't come up with anything that made sense and I was like oh, fuck it it's fine <laughs> I like it more Keeping now it. Yeah, Jordan has uh, Jordan has certain standards, sort of like how in Canada on the radio you have to play twenty percent Canadian music yeah. uh-huh. or whatever. In Jordan's car, it's twenty uh, percent of what they call CatCon. Cat, cat, cat related cat content. Cat yeah, cat content. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically I just have to play that one. Uh, I totally, weaker than song. <clears throat> I approve every five of this, minutes. and I will write a song. I will write a complete all cat an all cat song. <sighs> Just for you. Don't fuck with have. me, man. I'll, you got to do it. I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it. <laughs> wow. I'll do it. My life. It's complete. Would you like to give me the specs for your your cat? Like, what kind of cat song would you... What's your ideal cat song? Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Jordan, uh, can I get you some new pants? <laughs> I'll, I'll take Please a... describe your ideal cat number. Wow, my ideal cat. Well, I would like it to be about my cat. Uh-huh, that would uh-huh. be nice. What's your cat's name? Her name is Bug. Bug. And she's nice. Um, she, she likes, likes to, to sleep. Chase the laser pointer, right? Uh, no. I, yeah, she's never gotten much into laser pointers. Uh, really? There's some uh, rubber bands that she enjoys. Oh, this is, see, this is, uh, she's, she's got her own thing. Like every cat does the laser pointer. It's a rare cat that will chase a rubber band. Yeah, yeah. So, this I mean, cat stands out of the pack. <laughs> right. Of the very, cat pack. She's very unique. Yes. So, you know, she likes to get a hug. She, she'll stand on the coffee table. But we got bug and hug already. We got like a rhyme scheme. Oh, yeah. What rhymes with rubber band? We get many things. We'll figure it. It's out. pretty. That's, oh, yeah. pretty, that's an easy one. <laughs> Rhymezone. Nice, you, you could just go all bug, hug, drug, snug, thug. snug. Yeah, thug, mm-hmm. rug, mm-hmm. cure rug. <laughs> Talk about making coffee. Yeah. Well, you have to kind of weaker rug. than you'd like coffee, <laughs> right? <laughs> Make a cup of coffee with the cure rug. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so, uh, personalized cat song. Just for you. Thank you. That so would be amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'll put it in the hopper. Thanks. Yeah. Um, That's what they call the art of process, Jordan. <laughs> Your new podcast. <laughs> That's right. We just processed a cat song. It is Max Fun Drive time, guys. All right. Let's Max Fun it. Fun Drive it. MaximumFun.org. All of our shows are supported by you, the audience. A little bit of our money. A little bit of our money comes from advertising. We have a couple of other things that a little bit of our money comes from. But especially for a show like Jordan, Jesse, Go!, Almost all of our funding comes from you, directly from you who are listening right now. All of the thousands of people who, who become Maximum Fund members and elect to support Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, can I can I just bring it back to Alex at Dave and Buster's for a second? Yeah, please do. Alex bought a round of drinks. Right, he's a stand up dude. Yeah, of course. But you better believe I left a tip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you you would. I mean, you're no piker. Yeah. No. But so I, I would like to encourage the listener to think about the pledge drive. You know, if you're not somebody who donates to, you know, NPR or PBS or something, maybe the donation concept can be a little hard to get your brain around. Uh, and I like to think about it like this. Uh, don't, don't, don't think of it as, you know, paying for something free. Think about it as uh, just, just giving a tip to somebody who's providing something you like. Uh, I think, you know, if, if you're out there, 
um, and you're listening, uh, you probably don't think twice about throwing down a tip for a bartender or you know, you know throwing something uh, throwing something to the barista. Maybe they got a cute either or thing they're doing with the tips. Marvel or DC, I don't know. Those are fun. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah. If you if you you tip those people, if you Wolverine tip your... and the Music Man, <laughs> right? They're the same guy. Yeah. They're the same guy now. Uh, yeah. If you you know if you uh, and 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 if if you're out there and you're and you're a tipper and you should be, uh, yeah. Just think of this as throwing your favorite podcasters, uh, you know, a buck a show. If you <laughs> want to make it more than a buck a show, that's great. But a a, a buck a show goes a long, long way. You're getting a hearty drink, two hearty drink yeah. drinks of podcast, two filling. Potent drinks of podcast. Yes, toss a tip out there. Toss a tip. For that free drink you just got. And I, I love and I love talking about it in this term in these terms because you know I think it does help people kind of kind of you know wrap their brain around it. And also when I make this analogy, I get to hear from the beautiful people of the I don't tip community. <laughs> and I love all. You're so great. I love you, and I love hearing from you at this time of year. You're so logical. Oh, They've I, got a system, Jordan. Yeah. Anyway, I do not want to hear from you. And they just finished <laughs> the Fountainhead. They just finished uh, the Fountainhead. They want me to at PewDiePie. Yeah. <laughs> just texted you a spreadsheet they made. <laughs> Uh, Amy, yes. your podcast, The Art of the Process, yes. uh, it, unlike this show, which is a goof around, uh, stuff goes into it. You and Ted kind of record. You're kind of bi-coastal. Um, you know, you have guests whom you research in order to talk about the process. Ted sits there and edits the show himself. Ted this is a literal is rock star. No, he's unbelievable. He, Yeah, he edits it himself. And... Uh, and he's, you know, he's got a good ear. He's great at it. But I'm, I've been interested in this. I'll tell you when I got interested in, unless we are still talking about. No, let's hear. Things. Yeah, let's. We're talking about podcasts. Um, I did a thing. Okay, this requires me to brag, so I'm just going to get that over with. Do it. I was asked to, um, in the, uh, to do a poetry th- thing at the. It's called oh. Deaf Poetry Jam. At the, at the, <laughs> Comes um, on after Saturday Night Live. At the Obama White House. Whoa! Yes, exactly. That's the brag. Yep. Yep. That's the good White House. And that was the good one. And um, that was just, that was so awesome. And I don't really know why I was included in a poetry thing, but God bless them. And so there was, you know, poets and there there were a couple of other um, music, musicians. But, but I got to sort of see these poets um, not only perform, but there was a, a seminar that they did in the afternoon for high school poetry students or English students, and they answer questions. And the poet Billy Collins was, he spoke particularly eloquently about, he was asked about, um, not really about process, but he, somebody said, you know, how do you find your own voice in, in poetry? And he said, study the form, because people who are interested in poetry will will come for the form. And if you perfect the form and inhabit the form, your voice will emerge. And I just thought that there was something so interesting about that, you know, that um, because I, you know, people think that that an art form is about like, oh, I got to have something to say. Like, no, you you have, it's more like you have have to have something to do. I'm already like, I have a notepad here. Mm -hmm. And just hearing those words from the former poet laureate of the United States. I've already got a line. 
There once was a man from Nantucket. Okay, oh hold, here we go. on. hold on. I'm studying the form, <laughs> Jordan. It is. Okay. Start with that's the form, Jordan. Maturity rhyme, that bug, we and are. hug. <laughs> <laughs> that, damn it, that's the only rhyme I'm interested in. Um, so, yeah, so you guys interview creative people about yeah. how they put their thing together. About their process, because what I'm interested in is, you know, not the sort of you know, moments of inspiration, because like, who can t- control that? But I feel like there is, uh, you know, there are like practical things that people do that, that, that bring you to the creative, you know, like being, being organized and how do you practice and what, what initially influenced you and what, what did you imitate and how did those things that you imitated, how that end up merging into what you do now? I feel like you, your relationship with Ted in part is a is grows from process that like the two of you were like hey we should try writing songs together yeah. and see if that's anything yeah yeah and that was really interesting because it was we both had to write in a to- in a different kind of way you know it is really interesting to collaborate with somebody that you're you know when you're used to just doing it on your own i mean you don't have to tell me and jordan i mean Jordan's been working with Nicole Byer, and it is <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing. We have a new show coming out. We're called The Both, and I think people will really like it. Here's the thing, somebody, um, Jordan, somebody the other day. Yes, uh, I I did because <clears throat> it's the Max Fun Drive. I did a live stream on Facebook, and somebody asked me, "Hey, do advertisers ever not advertise on Jordan Jesse Go because they don't get it?" And the answer to that question is uh, mostly. Advertisers don't advertise on Jordan Jesse Go because we don't have enough listeners. <laughs> but yes, the answer to that is yes. But there's also a second answer to that, and I was glad they asked that question, which is when you are making media that is primarily supported by advertising, your job is to create an environment that is conducive to sales. Mm-hmm. And that is, at the end of the day, bottom line, no matter how far you are separated from the advertising sales team or whatever, um, no matter how many firewalls there are, your goal is and always will be uh, to do stuff that puts people in the mood to be receptive to advertising and uh, that for that advertising to convert them to buying something. And I think that's fine. And it works great for uh, some things. Uh, for a show like Amy's show or for a show like our show, I'm very grateful that we have a different model. Like when we have advertisers on the show and we've had some really great advertisers on the show, I'm always grateful for that. But we know that we are not relying on them. We, we ultimately, our end consumer is the end consumer. The audience is who pays for this show. And that's why I'm very grateful that we can do shows like we do uh, because of people who become members of Maximum Fun. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of like reasons people do podcasts these days. You know, they're you know it's it's kind of a it's kind of a hot medium. You know, it can be turned into TV and books and things like that. Um, uh, which which is very cool if that happens to a show. Uh, that will never happen to this show. Yes. So basically the only... We've sold our format overseas, <laughs> to be clear. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's Jordan, Jesse Go, but everything has an umlaut over it. Yeah. Scandinavia. Um, I don't know if that's where umlauts are from. Probably yeah. not. 
It's like butt plug. Yeah, right. yes, that's, yes, that's our show in Scandinavia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because this this show has gone on for as long as it does because people support it because people go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate. It's yeah, it's it's the reason we do this. Like we you know show up and do this show. It is uh, not helping our careers. It is actively hurting. Actively them. hurts our careers. <laughs> uh, but enough people go to that website and you know throw us a couple of bucks uh, every month because they like the show and they want them to keep coming and yeah and. Because of them, it's kept coming for um, you know twelve ish years now, yeah, and it kept it keeps it coming. Us making cum jokes, yep. <laughs> if you like that, uh, yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's it's really really awesome, and I think you know I I certainly know what it is like when a beloved podcast decides we're not going to do this anymore. It happens a lot. Uh, so yeah, if you want to you know if you listen to shows on Maximum Fun and you want them to not go away. Uh, a good start is to go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. So because, you know, despite how things go with ads or other career stuff or whatever, we can keep doing this show because enough people go to that website. Yeah. It's MaximumFun.org slash donate. Our goal is 25,000 new and upgrading uh, MaxFund members. We've got a bunch of new shows right now. And uh, we've got a bunch of shows out there killing it with uh, bringing, in, bringing in those new folks. If you've been a Jordan Jesse Go listener for a long time or even if you've been a listener for a short time and it, the show already means a lot to you, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and you can join now. Um, we're on our we're well on our way, Jordan. Yeah, it's and, gonna uh, happen. And we're gonna gonna in a little bit later in the show, we want to tell you about some of the cool stuff you can get. So, if for some reason, appealing to your sense of decency doesn't work. We can appeal to your sense of gimme, yeah. gimme stuff. We got it. We got stuff for you. It's really really cool. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Amy Mann. <laughs> the nicknameless. I think the nicknameless. I forgot I was here. Yeah, so much dignity. <laughs> you didn't forget you were here. You just blacked I out. I I was here. Uh, I'll, I'll just, a, just a quick update. We stopped down our first segment because uh, uh, Amy it was hot and we need to take off her sweater. Yeah, very fun poodles poodle sweater. I have to show this sweater because it's a poodle with like human hair and eyes, <laughs> and it's That's really you... weirdly disturbing. Yeah, it kind of it de- it definitely is delightful and upsetting at the same time. If you were watching the live stream, you could see, but. Um... Sorry, that's why you got yeah, to tune I'm in. I'm holding it up to a computer. Yeah, extreme. it is. It, yes, it has an uncanny valley type, you know, appeal, but also repulsion. To yeah, it. those are human eyes. <laughs> and then it's got kind of a mullet. But it, um, man whips off the sweater underneath the sweater. Owl T-shirt. Owl. <laughs> so many animal <laughs> layers. Pun? It's probably a pun. It says never sleep on it. Well, that's not a pun. Does yeah. it say I'll be seeing you? <laughs> that's just. That's I'm just... telling you. Just yes, that's two, two puns, puns. Two, two puns. puns. Make it three. Th- Jordan. That could be uh that could be your new nickname. Amy <laughs> Two Puns Man. <laughs> Jordan, I don't know uh I don't know if you noticed this. It's very hot in here. Yeah. It's that's very why hot. Yeah. that's why Amy took off that sweater. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you noticed, but I've kept my second layer on. Yes. I'm wearing a blue banded collar shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And then over it, I'm wearing what uh, Amy, when she arrived, described as a serape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, because I've never heard the term that you used. W- what did I use? I, did I call it a poncho? Dr- a drug rug. A drug rug. A drug. I don't think you, what you're wearing is a drug rug. Okay. It yeah. looks l- like it's made of linen. I feel like it needs to be a heavier weave. Yeah, kind of a... I mean, it definitely has some qualities, but I think the thing the thing we were specifically talking about with drug rugs is a it it is the shape of a hoodie. Okay. But it has that blanket quality. I think it's called a baja. I think the official the appropriate name is a baja. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> um so I wore this today because right. for your benefit, Amy, and for the benefit of our of our listeners who aren't uh, who don't pay attention while the show is on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is actually mostly white noise to put babies to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 This is good. This is this good. Is good audio. ASMR. ASMR. I like it. Just, just uh, yeah. Sally just said her first word. It was thruple. <laughs> um. Do not teach your kids to talk with this podcast. We have had a lo- we've we've kind of initiated a series of challenges here on Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with what was the first thing? I think Jeopardy contestants was the Jeopardy first thing. contestants. We learned that we had a stunning volume of Jeopardy contestants on the program. Then we asked whether there were more Jeopardy contestants or people who owned real fezes. No costume store bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It turns out that one of the Doctor Who's wears a fez. So fez one walking away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely dominant. I I have a fez. Really? Yeah. Where'd you get your fez? Probably some thrift store somewhere. See, she, Amy, is a cool Gen Xer. See, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Cool Gen Xers and... Actual North African people were the two categories that I identified. <laughs> but you're what, you're saying your husband? My husband collects <laughs> Knights Templar stuff, so wow. he has hats with like Knights Templar insignia and plumes. Where did... like like the tricorner or the whatever like <laughs> oh, the Napoleonic sure, side a plume hat? Tricorn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where did that Where did that hobby start? You know, I think when you're there's a certain point in your 30s where you just collect like you land on a thing and he then you collect a bunch of that thing and... <laughs> and then you collect some other things he like if you know him it makes a lot of sense he collects masonic stuff and i think he's like out of his collecting phase and now we're just like desperately trying to get rid of the the, <laughs> the backlog of junk we does have. it does it invade does the knights templar stuff invade the house well we did it just did a bunch of construction on the house and so everything got packed away and so i'm i'm not going to mention those hats and hopefully oh, we'll just forget that they're in a box that's somewhere. a classic child rearing <laughs> <Yeah>. technique <laughs> so uh at this point anyway fezes back to fezes, fezes you have one do you, yes. do you get a lot do you wear it out no it's not where it's not a wear it's not a wear type of thing <laughs> you wouldn't wear that you wouldn't wear that uh, to do a show uh, no it's, hey, you uh, get out there on stage looking looking sharp it's it, display it be, only it would be askew you know, I, who looks good in a fez? It elong- elongates the head in a way that is not flattering. A jaunty yeah. angle. <laughs> yeah. Just so, There's no brim. Yeah. Brian, Sonny D, Brian Fernandez, our producer, has his has his microphone over there. Uh, Brian, what is this week's competition? Because fez is so thoroughly destroyed drug rugs, mm-hmm. which were the the next one of these. Uh, 
so this week we're talking bowling shoes. People who've worn bowling shoes outside of a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Um, and first, I want to say that the <laughs> the drug rug people, uh, apropos of their style, really came in strong in the second week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they forgot to call. Yeah. There were forgot. a couple people who were like, "I finally got my shit together and called." <laughs> and, oh man, I spaced. Yeah, honestly, there were a couple of those. Okay, so we got twelve drug rugs this week, uh, which is one third of what we got last okay. week. Okay. Um, so it doesn't, doesn't bring it up to Fez levels. No, But no, a no. little higher than we thought. A little higher. Okay. And beat Fez's on the Fez sec- second week of Fez's. Yeah. Um, are you trying to beat Fez's now? We are trying to beat Fez's. Okay. Yeah. We're yeah. Trying right. to beat Fez's. Actually, right. As of right now, um, with we did get a couple more Fez's this week. And so Amy is actually our 100th Fez. <gasps> Congratulate Amy. This is huge for you. So this week was bowling shoes. And okay. We, bowling shoes brought the heat. Uh, okay. Mo- almost all stolen. Okay. Uh, wow. And a couple bought from uh, like a rummage sale at a church. Okay. Um, yeah. 67 bowling shoe people. That's a strong wow. show. Well, that's a very strong so, show. Very stronger than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Our I, first Fez week was 85, so it was cl- it was it was close. Yeah. I came well. very close to buying bowling shoes during the peak of bowling shoes, which I would put it what would you say 97? That sounds about right. Yeah, I feel like there was right. an 80s bowling shoe run too. I think okay. they come they're, These they things come, come in back waves. around. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Come in yeah. Waves. yeah, I mean I you got to figure like the Sparks wore bowling shoes at some point. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like maybe at some point, Logan Paul will start wearing them, and then a new generation of kids. It's a shoe you think you look at it and you're like, it's kind of it's kind of style, and it's sort yeah. of yeah, yeah. sporty, but like not in a typical way. And then you put it on, you're like, I this goes with nothing. Yeah. And then you and slip, I slip and, and fall. fall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people talked about wearing them to ska shows. Mm, yeah. Ska shows. Sure. Seems like it would be a good skanking. Do you have show. a you have a, a big skanking audience? I think so. Yeah. I think I think probably a big part of our audience was probably involved. In some way, in the third wave ska revival, maybe even the second wave ska revival. If we're talking about older really? generation would you say, X peoples. Would you say somebody from Madness is listening to this show right now? I would hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, come on, so the specials. Sure. Are you? That's the end of my second wave ska knowledge. Are you Dave Wakeling? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're Amy. Have you ever cool. had bowling shoes? I I think I'm I'm sure I did, but because I do recall that that like I liked them, and then I could never make them work with any kind. Like they don't really go with just jeans, and mm, it just it was very it's a hard sell. It was something I did in high school mm-hmm. in my I'm going to mm-hmm. be a high school goofball period. Yes, uh, and I definitely I also had like you know the thrift store bowling shirt with like somebody else's name yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I carried my books in a bowling bag. <gasps> So I really wow. committed to bowling for like that's was your theme for like a couple months. I was bowling <laughs> was guy. Theme. Yeah, that is very funny. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna pitch you guys something. Okay, here we go. And I want I don't be afraid to be harsh because I need constructive feedback sure. on this. Okay, but my first thought is I want to get away from clothing items. Mm-hmm. And I because think, we have so many naturalists listening. Yeah, people who don't even wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am thinking, and this is a first draft, so don't you mm-hmm. know? Don't tear mm-hmm. me apart, but I do need your frank opinion. How many people have been in a submarine? Been in a submarine? I and feel of like course, zero. <laughs> yeah. Well, James Unless... Cameron listens. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see how many people own a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, unless you're talking about the Disneyland submarine. But what about like a submarine in like San Diego or whatever? No one. That you go on a tour of. Who? There's a San Diego submarine? I've definitely been on a tour of a submarine. Really? In San Diego? It might have been in San Diego, might have been somewhere else, but I've definitely been on a submarine. How? Why? What about a submarine? <laughs> what you have been? What about yes. a submarine sandwich? Oh, have you been inside a giant sandwich? <laughs> Maybe for sexual reasons. <laughs> Do you have some sort of sandwich fetish? What about aboard a naval vessel? That's probably pretty good. That's probably pretty good. Wait, common. so why did you go on a submarine, though? To go on a tour. Mm. It's like a tour. Remember like... when we did a show on a battleship? Yeah. There's submarines like that. You got to go on a submarine, and I, what was I doing? I don't know. <laughs> we weren't married at the time. Oh, yeah. Sure, we were on a break. <laughs> oh, man, we were fucking all kinds of other people. You were probably off with Nicole Byer somewhere. Yeah, that's true. A couple people in the chat are confirming uh, they've been on a sub. Really? So, yeah. It's already more than I would have thought. So it's like, you know, like when you go to Hawaii, I know you could like take a helicopter up. Yeah. This is that, but underwater. So just a guy owns a submarine yeah, you and he'll can't... drive you around. No, no, it? you don't get to go around in it. It's like a tour of a docked old submarine. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. a submarine from World War Two. But first, but that limits you to people who live in port towns. Right. Mm-hmm. Or have, have yeah. you know. There's a coastal spent... bias. Yeah, port like Arthur, real, Texas. Real coastal bias. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like the submarine is a very, if you're trying to get your numbers up. I don't. I we would, are. We're trying to beat. Go. I think it's a if good. You're trying to beat bowling yeah. shoes and uh, yeah. fezes. Does anything come to mind immediately, Amy? Do you have something? Well, that's that... rare, but maybe, but not so rare. It's like you're looking for a real sweet spot. We are looking for a sweet spot. Because you, you know, I mean, there's all way- sorts of ways you could beat fezes, but. That's true. Yeah, I mean, how many people have listened to a dumb fucking podcast? <laughs> we destroy with that, that we one. We would destroy. Huh. Let's see. How many okay. How many people yeah. have been in a cover band? You oh. think that's gonna be more than been in a submarine? Yes. Yeah. But we're talking about a cover band that or, has done a show. That has for played a real, show. Where they got paid. Nah, well, I don't know if we can how many uh, maybe how on. when do you start getting but paid in anything? Uh, but do you get anything. paid in beer? I'm talking about free drinks. Free drinks. Free drinks counts. Yeah, free drink yeah. They have you know, you play the your family reunion. But yeah. I'm not just your, talking I about think that, that counts if you play a family event. I'm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a band that has played in front of people. Yeah. Like a wedding counts. A wedding counts. House I'm, party doesn't count unless you get paid though. Okay. No, no, that's free in what if you were in the movie there House so Party? So many people have been in bands. I, yeah. You get so many. People either have been you in get bands. okay. So I either so you got paid to do the house party, or if it's in a club, free drinks counts. But free drinks at a house party does not count because all drinks at a house party are because that's basically a rehearsal with your dumb friends. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. But if you got right, paid to do a house your, party, if it's a house concert, I accept your strictures. Yeah, I think okay. I I think even with that, even with that, we could because I think we have a lot of musicians. Yeah, I think we have a lot of creative people. Right, creatives we call them. <laughs> we create- Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. As soon as it came out of my mouth, little oh, boy. You know, we're creatives who make content. I hate. Yeah. I love content. <laughs> I, hate oh. about I love creating content. Oh, I just so cool. wrote a musical about Pringles. <laughs> 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 really cool. Cats are going to do it live on Facebook. That sounds really good. Shit, I would watch that content. Cats from the I would absolutely Cats, watch that. That sounds like pretty good content. Do we think? Do we want to go? Are we okay oh, with? You know what? Band? I like this. I've Jordan because mm. I feel like it's I'm hard ready. to be like to play a show. Yeah, to play an instrument well enough 
that you're playing in a band, you're rehearsing an entire set of material. That's not that easy. Yeah. I'm taking on both of you. This is a tripartite fight. Okay. This is a three-way, a thruple, if you will. Uh-huh. I will not. Thank you. Continue. <laughs> You'll never recapture what you have. Are you, <laughs> are you thumbs-upping the, uh, I've the got, cover band? I've got, have been in a, I've got have been in a submarine. Wait, what? What? I've got have been in a submarine. You? Oh, you... I don't understand. What are you saying? He, trying to you say? He, guys have he had cover a band. band. He, okay. had a, he played in a gig in a submarine. I think is what he's saying. <laughs> oh, cool. His how, band. How are the acoustics? How are the acoustics in there? <laughs> you guys have the, the click track was weird. It was more of a ping, ping, ping track. <laughs> oh, sure. That's the sonar. Oh, okay. it's probably the sonar. <laughs> um, oh, so are we doing? Are we doing submarine and cover band? Yeah. And when we're seeing what wins next week. Okay, yeah. we're we're I going like head this. to head. I like yeah. this. We're a lot. winning. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Man and more. So but remember, mean. cover band, you have to have been paid, okay? <laughs> okay. I, and I'm drink tickets that. count as payment, but only if you would otherwise have to place. pay for the drinks. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're in a, you have to be, play in a public place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if it's for friends and family, you have to have gotten paid. So minute. like Is talent that, shows. What were, the, what were the rules again? If it's for friends and family, you have to have gotten paid. What about like a battle of the bands type situation? You have to have won so that you get money. Won. <laughs> All right. Won or placed. Okay. You know you have to have earned money from the show. If you lost and you got and you went home with nothing, but you're still in a band, even if you we, in a band. Yeah. Well, it's good a gig for you. It's a public, I'm not it's saying a gig it's not worth doing. I'm saying it doesn't count. We're by not the qualifying rules. the summary and saying it has to go somewhere. You're... Okay, fine. Mine is. How many people have been in a fucking boat? <laughs> <laughs> you fine. You are constricting art to that which gets mm, paid. Yeah. Well, you're constricting submarines to that which is <laughs> not at Disneyland. <laughs> Yes, that's right. It's true. Okay, quick question about subs. Yeah. Somebody brought up uh, that there's a submarine in a museum in Chicago that does. It's not in the water. That counts. It doesn't. That have absolutely to be in the water. counts. Yeah, okay. that counts. One hundred percent counts. But the I'll ones give you that, your dry sub. The ones that did. <laughs> it's also his sex act. The ones at Disneyland. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a dry sub. <laughs> the ones at Disneyland don't count. Okay, I'm a dry sub looking for a wet dom. And there's probably one at there's probably one at Disney World. Yeah. It, for it to count, if it's at a theme park, it can't be on like it, it can't be on like a track. Sure. It has to be an actual. It has, it has to be, to be real. Submarine. Had to be in use yeah. at some point through some sort of military or exploratory, yeah. you know, mission. Yeah, has to have been on a mission. Let's say that. Yeah, and this is only only cover bands, not regular bands. Of course, not regular bands. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're doing a, and I'm not talking about a mix. Of originals and covers. You have originals. Too, too many just, rules. This is a cover band. Cover bands don't are... play originals. They play the hits of the eighties. I disagree. You can with throw this in role. a couple of originals. You have to primarily be known for your covers. Maximum two originals. If you are, oh my, if God. you're in <laughs> me first of the gimme gimmies, that must, counts. You must provide your set list. Yeah, this is right. His, his picture rules. of the set list. His rules. Uh-huh. Picture of the set list must be provided. I think we're going to have a great horse race here. I think this is going to be very exciting. jjgoatmaximumfun.org We've already confused everybody on the cover band rules. No, the, the cover problem. band rules are simple. You have to have gotten paid either through drinks that would otherwise cost money or, or money. <laughs> or yes. No. Or joy. You have or to have money. creative fulfillment. You have to f- camaraderie. Have by the way, fulfilled yourself. By the way, <laughs> I have something I'd like to address with our friend Amy Mann. Yes. Uh-oh. Amy, oh, boy. Amy came on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, mm-hmm. uh, sister show here at MaximumFun.org, mm-hmm. and declared 
that the worst song of all oh, time. Here we go again. Come on, Eileen. It's pretty bad. By Dexy's Midnight Runners, which is a fucking awesome song. I like it too. I Dexie's like it too. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Possible. Now I happen to have. See, I don't know. You're making your case. I don't know. I, I don't disagree. Do you know what that Ted Leo just this last week mm-hmm. played in a Dexter's Midnight Runners tribute so band? I stewed over this, Jordan. For... Did you feel betrayed? No, because he probably improved it, and he looks good in overalls. I, I bet he does look really good in overall. I stewed over it for six weeks from when we recorded to when the episode was released. When the episode was released, in a combination of venting and self-promotion, I mentioned that Amy had uh, denigrated this song, one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs, and uh, that I had been stewing over it for six weeks, which was mm-hmm. true. Uh, because obviously, while I am a professional culture critic, I, I, I have no claim to authority relative to Amy Mann on this subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I, I felt backed into a corner. And, uh, you know, was that, was it appropriate for me to take that public? Maybe not. I don't know. You know, it's hard to say, but I had big feelings as they say, and I needed to get them out. A lot of people are on your side. Someone immediately said, there's only one person who can decide this at Ted Leo. Mm. Ted Leo immediately replied, <laughs> I'm playing in a Dexy's Midnight Runners cover band this weekend. That was pretty great. So, Ted could, pretty so, so Ted could call in and be a point four cover band. Yes. No, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cover bands, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. People who have been in submarines, JJGO at MaximumFun.org, 206-984-FUN. For fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desigo. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Amy Mann, nicknameless. So far. Thus far. Amy Mann's in here. This is a woman who can take off one hip layer. And all it does is highlight her handsome neckerchief. <laughs> it's a nice neckerchief. It's a nice owl shirt. I like a scarf. Um, hey, we talked about the pledge drive, why you should donate morally. Yeah. Now we're here to talk about the stuff. Let's get that stuff. Yeah. R.I.P. the Wait. director of the stuff who just died this weekend. <laughs> Check out the stuff. Great movie about yogurt. Yeah. Check out uh, this. Didn't it, is that the one that had uh, our old co-host Gene's dad? Yeah, in Gene's it? dad is in the stuff. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, uh, so for five bucks a month, if you go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate, uh, we you can get, uh, and I think we confirmed this on the last episode, over two hundred hours of bonus content, including uh, we did an all Q and A episode this this year with uh, Sarah Morgan. That yeah, is a, a hoot and tons a half. of fun. You can hear the show that we recorded on MacArthur Park Lake in a paddle boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we said, wow. Brian, cut that down as much as possible because it's hard to podcast on a paddle boat. <laughs> uh, Amy, you guys recorded an episode of uh, of your podcast uh, that is specifically for donors. Tell us a little bit about that. It's uh, with Rhea Butcher. We also have a – we did a bonus content. Um, we have a song that Ted and I wrote and recorded. We did it a while back and we never released it called Gideon Gray. So we just um, – said uh wow. you know let's let's uh toss it in 
for uh That's a perk. For the fun drive, yeah. That's serious. Yeah, that is a very good perk. Yeah. Hot dang. Yeah, let's uh, not talk about any of the rest of the things. Yeah. We're not gonna top that. <laughs> I, I do love those uh, I do love those Manlio collaborations. Well, we're the, so good. we're the newbies, so we we have to try harder. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Uh well hey, um five bucks a month uh, bonus content. Uh any donor can get that at any time. Um easy to do, but there's also some other some other good stuff if you want to give a little bit more. Yeah, at ten dollars a month you get one of our enamel pins. There's one for every Maximum Fun program. Mm-hmm. Uh, ours features the Destroy the West robot, mm-hmm. uh, and of course our classic catchphrase <laughs> "Glug Glug Glug Glug," uh, which is short for "Glug Glug That High Yellow." Yep, sure is. <laughs> uh, sorry, Amy. <laughs> um, there's a uh, oh, there's a there's a bubble pen that says Laser Dong on it. Oh, it's so cool. Very too. cool. It is really cool. Um, yeah, and and if we hit our uh, donation goal, mm-hmm. our membership goal. Of twenty five thousand new and upgrading donors, we will make those pins available to all ten dollar a month and up members uh, for purchase, with all the proceeds going to charity. Hey, that's awesome! Yeah, um, we raised over a hundred thousand dollars doing that last year. It was absolutely incredible. Wow! Uh, so uh, let's see. For uh, what do we got for twenty bucks a month? We got something out there for twenty bucks a month, Jesse. Oh yeah, we have this beautiful custom puzzle designed by Jeffrey Tice. Uh, it features a lone podcast listener gazing out across the view from our office. Hmm. Um, it is the real view from our office, uh, made even more beautiful by Jeffrey. And uh, I have gotten so much feedback specifically about how genuinely gorgeous this picture is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, 550 pieces, that's the perfect family project. Absolutely. For 35 bucks a month, you get a, a beautiful glass coffee mug with the Max Fun Rocket logo. Plus, of course, the puzzle and the pin and wait, the wait. bonus content. All these are so cumulative. You mean to tell me that if yeah. you if you donate at a higher level, you get everything below that level as well? Yeah, for some reason you do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, 50 bucks a month, you get a metal engraved Max Fun membership card personalized with your name. Uh, and there are more levels if you want to go higher. A lot of really cool stuff. Uh, oh, for 100 bucks a month, membership in the Inner Circle, where you get a cool piece of pop culture uh, from a Max Fun host. I just actually picked something out for uh, the Inner Circle members. Mm-hmm. I picked out a movie called Soul Power, which is a documentary uh, of the concert uh, that went along with the Rumble in the Jungle in uh, Zaire in the 1970s that features... Absolutely unbelievable performance from Celia Cruz and the Fania All-Stars and a totally gorgeous performance from Bill Withers and a breathtaking, like stunning punch in the face of a performance from a very mustachioed James Brown (laughs) with an enormous belt buckle on his jumpsuit that says GFOS for Godfather of Soul. (laughs) It is amazing. It is like what's great about it is. It's like right at the end of James Brown. It's like 1974 or something, 75. It's like right at the end of his relevance. Uh, I mean, obviously he will forever be relevant, but right at the end of of his peak. Uh, But what's great about that is you get to enjoy the fact that he's a little husky and has a giant mustache, but you still get all the hits. Everything that you wish James (laughs) Brown would play, he can play because he records, except for, I guess, living in America. But like all of his songs are in the catalog by then. And it is just like a mind-blowing performance. Uh, so, yeah, lots of good stuff if you go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Um, a quick word about the bonus content. One of the things you can listen to. The Boco? The Boco. 
One of the things you can listen to in that uh, donor feed is an is a special one-time only podcast that John Hodgman and I recorded um, last year. It's called Shooting the Breeze, B-R-I-E-S, and it is us talking about our time working in the cheese industry, something we both did. <laughs> wow. We actually both worked in cheese shops. Wow, Specifically, both you both mongered. Past cheese. cheesers. We passed, yes, we're a couple of former cheesers, <laughs> current crackers. Coincidentally, you also both played for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it was a lot of weird parallels with me and Hodgman. Yeah. Um, I was a spokesman for ColecoVision. Oh, wow. So we're basically the same guy. Uh, no, so kind of, you know, that was a big hit. Yeah. Of the bonus content, it's the one I hear about the most. And, you know, we, we kind of looked at the outcry and we're like, well, we said we would do this once, but it was so popular, maybe we'll do it again. And we said if we got 2,500 new uh, Jordan Jesse Go subscribers would record another episode of Shooting the Breeze, episode two. Um, maybe we would reach out to people who had cheese-based last names. John Hodgman did some preliminary work trying to book a certain captain that everybody enjoys. Maybe mm-hmm. she has a cat that was has the same name as one mentioned earlier in the show. Um and I think a lot of people have been excited about that prospect. And if we can't book the captain, we will book Neil. We will book Neil. <laughs> Get Neil in here. Yeah. Tenille Gruyere. Yeah. So we've had a lot of great support this mm-hmm. drive. Love hearing from the fans. Love people upgrading. Um, you know, it's been successful. But as far as that goal of 2500 for the new episode, we ain't even close. Really? Yeah, not even close. It's sad. I well, really maximumfund.org slash donate. we got to yeah. make this happen. I need to see your extra cheese material. <laughs> Please, I mean, don't deprive Amy of our extra cheese material. I need, I need additional cheese material from you and Hodgman. I, well, I mean, get out. I mean, like, let's just encourage people to get out there at maximumfund.org slash donate and, and just have a stronger showing this week. I don't know what to say. I mean, we're not gonna, just going to do it for the heck of it. We need people to, to get out there and support this thing. And this this is, cheese thing. This might come right down to the wire. You're hosting a live streaming show at MaximumFun.org right. on Friday night, mm-hmm. Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, along with Helen Hong and dozens of MaxFun hosts, including myself. And I think we might find out then whether we make that whether we make that goal. Well, I don't know. People just got to get out there. I'm excited about the drive. It's been going great. But this particular aspect could use a little work. You know what I else? You know what else I just saw? Hmm. Our friend Elliot Kalin, one of the hosts of the Flop House, and our friend John Hodgman, the host of Judge John Hodgman, have made a pact. Mm. If we hit our goal of 25,000 new and upgrading donors, they will make a donors-only mini-series where they watch the 70s miniseries I, Claudius, together. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's the dream. That's how you motivate people, That is absolutely the dream. Yeah. I mean, from here, where? Well, upstairs, yeah. downstairs. Uh, Amy, Tinker how many Taylor donors? Soldier Spy, the BBC version. <laughs> Amy, how much of the how many donors would we have to get for you to go through all of Mannix? <laughs> Mannix is a rough ride. I, I I will go through all of Canon all all on my own. Okay. Okay. Man watches Canon. Man on Canon. What What would it take for you to go through the Rough Riders Canon? <laughs> so that would be like stop, drop, roll. Sure. What else would be would be a top? It would be a big rough rough riders hit. Listen, I will write a song about your cat for I don't know, name name an amount. Speak but, Chinese. Does by anybody Jin. else besides the two of us want this cat song? No, I think the list listen, if you want this man's put the cat song on the table. I want it. You want it. Yeah. Get out there. So uh, let's say 
Let's you know what? Let's do this. Let's find we'll find a goal for this. And if we hit a certain amount of subscribers, we'll do the cat song. Yeah. I can I'll come in and do harmonies or gang I'll, vocals. I'll have a cat song by the end of the week. Great. Done. <laughs> this is both this is both of our shows collaborating together. So I say let's make this the overall goal. Okay. If we're able to get to twenty five thousand new and upgrading Max Fund donors. Amy Mann will write a song about Jordan's cat and yep, record it. Absolutely. Okay. This is incredible. You I heard it here first. What folks. a thrill. It would be a thrill. Wow. Um, <sighs> this is a momentous occasion. Should we take Let's a, hear momentous a momentous occasion, occasion call? Yeah. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Go. This is uh, Hugo. And I was calling in because of the poly discussion. Uh, I'm not this, Brian. Uh, Because the poly discussion, you know, on. All your episodes. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he had polyps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. I was worried for the guy. Oh, no, he's probably polyamorous. Okay. Yeah, Let's, almost yeah. all of our listeners, we, we're pretty sure, are polyamorous <laughs> at this point. Or polyamorous aspirational. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am not technically in a trouble. Me and my boyfriend are poly, though. And... The total number of people in our polycule, which is what you call, like, <laughs> all the whole, like, <laughs> just everybody who's dating everybody. Mm-hmm. They seem like such sweeties when they call. 13 people. 13? I'm only personally dating one of them. My boyfriend's dating about four, I think. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, there's always a lot of people to play board games. <laughs> in general, it's pretty cool. There are a lot of shared calendars. So <laughs> that, that seems to be the main thing. What's a lot the... of Google calendars being shared. Anyway, uh, love the show. Bye. What's that thing called, like a bumble, where you send somebody and they mark their availability? Uh, I don't know. If you're trying to have a meeting, you send it to them and they mark their availability? Yeah. Sounds you like... think they all live in one house? <sighs> no, I don't think so. I bet everybody... I bet maybe, I bet this, complex, maybe this though. guy and his boyfriend cohabitate, but yeah. I don't know if everybody in the polycule lives in some sort of polycule crash pad. I'm glad that they use the Google calendars because, honestly, before that, I was imagining that thing with the with the Polaroids and the corkboard and the red yarn. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I was imagining everyone keeping track of it. Amy, how many uh, how many listeners to The Art of uh, Process do you think are polyamorous? <laughs> God, I, d- I don't know. It's uh, I have not... It's hard to speculate on our audience. Do we have an audience? I don't know. Jesse would have to tell us that. Honestly, I... I I haven't heard any other podcasts before. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, you should try them, try them out. They're great. Mm. A lot of fun for your commute. I don't know. I'm mostly into Stern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's why you got XM. <laughs> Baba Booey! <laughs> oh, you got us! You got us! Um, boy, 13. That is a lot. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of d- I, dating. That's a lot. Like, when I think about, like, I when I think about the act of dating, yeah. you know, and it's not... Like this isn't someone you like go you know you 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 slip in on the late night right like this is like oh we go we go to dinner we you know and every other one you got to do something a little bit fun so you may do mini golf or you know oh there's a there's a you it's know ice skating rink ice in skating a park rink downtown outdoor movie you know what yeah. this sounds like 
a full-time job. Yeah. It's a full-time job. It's a lot of dating. Having all these datings. You have to be and passionate. Even, you have to be passionate about it's dating. It's too much. I it's think too it's too much. What we're talking <laughs> it's just about a lot of energy and I don't sure. think uh, it's juggling and I, I don't planning. think it even is I bet the they dates. do juggle on their dates. It's I bet lot, the dating yeah. involve <laughs> actual yeah. juggling. That boyfriend with that boyfriend with four partners definitely knows how to juggle. Oh, he definitely knows how to juggle. That dude's a juggling fool. Oh yeah, boy can juggle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, that gets get you a man who juggles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you think, well, I mean, do you think, wow, do you think this is a clown polycule? And do you think they all go out on dates in one little car? I don't know. Did he say where he was calling from? Did I hear I heard a southern Washington, D.C.? Oh, okay. Accent? Yeah, it was a southern accent. So probably the deep south somewhere. Maybe not the deep south. Maybe the shallow south. That's Washington, D.C. Yeah, D.C. is very shallow south. All right. Enough of your political commentary there. I'm an incendiary satirist, Mm. like uh, Borowitz from the Borowitz Report. Or John Steps from the Capitol Steps. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I I don't countenance these grease-painted fools. (laughs) All right. All right. In our nation's capital. Enough. Enough. Enough scorching satire. These flap-shoed yahoos. Mm. Flap-shoed. Yeah. (laughs) It's a clown. Oh, the clown. Maybe put down the seltzer bottle and pick up a legislative pen (laughs) to write legislation with. I'm getting hot. Can I take off my (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt? I know. We should have brought more layers in to take off. Yeah, I know, right? Only if you have an owl tattoo underneath. Uh, We got one more call. Let's take one more call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and I'm guessing Steve Agee. Um, Nope. I guess this is a momentous occasion. It was almost a moment of death. Uh, I just lit up my grill to fire up some brats that I had purchased. and. uh, The propane tank caught on fire. Um, oh, shit. My wife yelled out, oh, my God, turn the grill off. So I turned the grill off and grabbed my dog and fucking ran. And we're both alive. The fire extinguished itself. But oh. anyways, uh, hard as a rock and wet as a river, I suppose. Thanks. But unfortunately, um, five members of his polycule were killed. <laughs> the explosion got a brat in the eye. Oh, man. This but, happened one time when I was uh, grilling with my dad. Mm. And my dad had had too many beans for lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. World's largest source of natural <laughs> gas, if you know what I mean. I do. I do know. Yeah. I do know. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. We've been in this uh, room with your dad before. <laughs> That's when your dad have a podcast together. Oh, wow. Nicole Byer drops by sometimes. No shit. Yeah, she's good really in everything. She's good in everything. You can always count uh, on her. She's got that Netflix show. Mm-hmm. She's doing great. Yep. Real funny. <sighs> a lot of energy. Tons of energy. It helps because my dad is pretty senile. Got <laughs> <laughs> a paper over that. Oh, we know. <laughs> Love you, dad. He's not listening. Nah. No, nah, doesn't care. Uh, well, if you have something momentous happen to you, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call, or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. You can just send us a voice memo. Mm-hmm. Just send us a voice memo. Do it. Just send us a voice memo. And hey, if you're not already a member of MaximumFun.org, it's easy. MaximumFun.org slash donate is where you go. And here's the thing, Jordan. 
Don't fuck around with this. No, don't. Please don't. This is like a propane tank. Yeah. Do not fuck around. That's what you're blow up in your fucking, fucking around. Face. That's why you have that polycule. Yeah. Fuck around there. Yeah, fuck around in the cule. Not here. Get up in that cule. Yeah. Get up in them cule guts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maximumfun.org slash donate. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Amy Man, still nicknameless. Amy Man, do you know how to play the piano? I play a little bit. I'm I'm trying to write songs on piano, and it's uh it's very frustrating because I I'm terrible at it. But I'm I'm sitting there hammer hammering away. If there was somebody who knew how to play piano good enough to to be an accompanist, mm-hmm. I would sing a song from the Music Man for donors. <laughs> wow, we're getting donors a lot of cool stuff on this episode. Do we know really throwing down? Yeah, throwing down. I the, guess they would have to have gauntlets. a piano in the studio. Yeah, too. you'd have to have a piano. Are you saying if somebody comes to the live stream on Friday with the piano, you'll sing something from the Music Man? Wait, just like off the fucking dome with no practice? Well, you mean you have between now yeah, and then? Yeah, you have time. You have a couple of days. Wait, if they bring a piano to the live stream, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, but a key? What about a guitar? <laughs> a guitar. <laughs> Oh, yes. They should totally bring a keytar. Oh, now you have to have a keytar. You got it. Please. We could probably do, if we're looking to beat Fez, we could probably do has a keytar. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably run away. <laughs> Bees, those in your cover band, right? Anyway. I feel like you can't really play the song from the Music Man on the guitar. Amy's a gifted guitarist. Absolutely. It would be weird. Mm-hmm. It would be tough to arrange it for guitar. A keytar could be an interesting twist. It could be. Amy, if you could, do, if you got, if you had to kill Hugh Jackman to be in one Broadway musical, do you have one off the top of your head? Assassins. <laughs> That'd be fitting. How fitting. Uh, I like uh, my favorite musicals are Cabaret and Chicago. Mm-hmm. I like musicals that start with C. <laughs> and uh, Book of Mormon also was very good. Yeah. B is close to C. It's very close. Very close. But I, but it's none of them are murderable. I think because I don't really have that urge to act. Ah, sure. There's a bit of acting involved. And, and singing on stage. I don't know. I don't have the pipes. I don't, I, would... have, I don't have the, you know, projection. Jordan, Amy gets hired to act even though she doesn't really want to. That should be our career goal. You got to say yes to stuff. You got to say yes. Yeah. The dress. Got to say yes to gotta that. say yes to the dress. Um, being in the Versace show, you got to say yes to that. Have to say yes. And when Portlandia comes a calling. Yep. Anyway, these are the things you got to say yes to. One, two, three. Yes. Oh, I thought we were all going to say yes at the same time. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I was counting the number of things you have to say yes to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were all going to, in unison, say yes to life. Yeah. To love, to wine, to food. L'chaim. L'chaim. Uh Amy. Yes. The Art of the Process is now on MaximumFun.org. It is. People should listen to it. They really should. I feel like you could get something out of it. We mentioned the Rhea Butcher bonus episode. Yes, that was a good one. Who else? Who, who do you got in the maid feed there? In the what? In uh, the, the main, main feed. Oh, yeah, the, like, who, who are, have been some of your favorite guests? Who, 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 have, who have we already had? Yes. Sorry to drop that uh, podcast link. Uh, my mind has suddenly gone blank because <laughs> it's too hot in here. It's not working. That's true. It is making me forget who has been on this show, too. No, so. my, my brain has to be chilled like a computer. Bar- <laughs> Barack Obama. Yeah, Barack Obama. That's right. You call him Barry, <laughs> of course. 
Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. He's a ghost. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Oh, he's good in everything. <laughs> His creative process is really revelatory. It's very right. It's a strange one. Yeah. Play uh, Minecraft and have views. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you and uh, you and Ted are two of my favorite creative people. Thank you. And uh, the fact that you guys have a podcast talking about creativity is uh, is a real thrill. No, I have to look at my list. I literally can't remember. My mind has gone blank. Br- Brian, you can chime in. Who who have been some people on the oh, show? Sure, Wyatt Sinek, uh, Rebecca Sugar. That's right. Uh, Dan yeah. Wilson looks like the most recent one. No, I recall the uh-huh. Mariners catcher. Uh, Dan Wilson was in uh, Semisonic. And he also, he's one of those guys who writes, who is like a co-writer, like one of those like hit writer guys that, you know, artists are put with with him to write these uh, gigantic hit songs with four choruses in a row. And he has a really fantastic sense of melody. And I've known him since uh, we were in bands together in Boston, like in the 80s. And I just always thought he was so good and so ahead of his time. I How talk- many originals did you play in the band? All right. <laughs> Is it two or more? I always played originals. I'm not good enough to be in a cover band. You have to, that's like have a chops. Cho- yeah, that's a chops thing. She's good enough, Jordan. Pure chop. You man's got chops. You know, you play in a, like a already punk band. You just literally do whatever kind of garbage you feel like doing, <laughs> and nobody is the wiser. Hmm. That's why I liked it. Uh, MaximumFun.org to get that podcast. MaximumFun.org/slash/donate to donate to all of the shows. So let's let's go over what what's been thrown down here. Twenty twenty five thousand new members. Amy will write, write a, a song, song about, about my Jordan's cat. Cat bug. Yep. Uh, 2,500 new Jordan Jesse Go subscribers. Hodgman and I will talk about cheese on a new episode of Shooting the Breeze. It's not looking good, but who I, knows? Maybe I believe in Jordan come, Jesse Go. Maybe people will come through right now. Maybe aren't people they? will come through. Look, we put out a whole extra episode for during the Max Fun Drive, and it was a fucking good one. It was a banger. That was a fucking dope one. Somebody tweeted at me. This is this is just for people who uh, only listen to Jordan Jesse Go on Monday, and they haven't gone back to listen to the one we put out on Friday, uh, but. Uh, somebody tweeted me that it was the best live podcast episode ever. Whoa. Yeah, no fucking shit. Dude. Tony Hale, John Roderick, great episode. Tony uh, Hale, just, guy's for, an just for you on the Max Fun Drive. Uh, yeah, the live stream on Friday, right? It's Friday, 4 to 6 p.m., 4 p.m. Pacific to 6 p.m. Pacific or 7 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. You can find it at MaximumFun.org. It's going to be a hoot and a half. I don't want to interrupt your thing, but no, no, John Roderick... I guarantee you, has been in a submarine. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt, right? Well, John, me, John, let us know. If you, you might see, live in one. He might live he in might. one. I yes. see your guarantee, Amy. John Roderick, I guarantee you, has never listened to a podcast. <laughs> That's probably true. That sounds very much like him. Well, hey, hit us up on Twitter. If you're John Roderick, let us know if you've been in a submarine. <laughs> I can text him right now and would, find out. Would you please? Yeah, please text John we Roderick. This, and we need this question answered. Find out if he's ever been in a submarine. <laughs> God, we need to know the answer to this question. We got it. I mean, he certainly podcasted about submarines on Friendly Fire, right? Sure. Oh, yeah? One, yeah. one would imagine. Yeah, well, they, that's their favorite John. Ben, ben Harrison and I, years before mm-hmm. Friendly Fire even existed, shared deep conversations about how by far the best genre of movie is submarine mm-hmm. movies. Sure. U571. Uh, U5, even U571. Mm-hmm. Uh, a C minus movie at best is a is a B B plus movie because <laughs> it's in a submarine. Yeah, very enjoyable film. 
Very enjoyable film. And a good film in a submarine, Das Boot. Mm-hmm. One of the all-time greats. Okay. Das Boot. Well, let us know your favorite submarine movie. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, if Amy gets an answer to this uh, Roderick submarine question, maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll break back in and let you know the answer. Um, but yeah, until then, should we say goodnight? Yeah, MaximumFun.org slash donate. Be, do become a member of Maximum Fun. That really is how we make this show and why we make this show. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck around and not do it. Mm-hmm. Do actually do do it. If you have sat there and listened to an hour and 40 minutes or whatever of this bullshit, you owe it to yourself <laughs> to put five bucks in the tiller. It's yeah. tipping time. Tim, time to tip. Tipping time. Tipping time. That's, and maybe that will be my new nickname. Oh, yeah. The next time you're back. Amy Tipping Time Man. Time for tips. <laughs> tip a tap a toe. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. Uh, our thanks to him. Thanks to everybody at MaximumFun.Reddit.com, the Reddit group where people are really jamming on the Max Fun Drive. Thanks to everybody who follows us on Twitter at Amy Mann, A-I-M-E-E-M-A-N-N, and uh, Jordan underscore Morris and Jesse Thorne. Uh, thanks to everybody who joins us uh, on Facebook where we are live streaming tonight's episode or this episode, I should say. Uh, goodbye, Facebook. We love you so much. Uh, just search for Jordan Jesse. Go there and hit like or join the Maximum Fun group there. And oh shit, Jordan, mm. we have one last announcement to make. What? You're pregnant? I was about to wrap this thing up, but we have one last announcement to make. What is it? 2019 is the year of the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. Oh, that's right. We're going on tour. We're going on tour, baby. Uh, starting in June. At some point, right? Yeah, we're going on tour in June. We're going to New York City. We're going to Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. We're going to... Portland, Seattle, Austin? Austin, Texas. Yeah. We're going to Chicago, Illinois. We're going to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Come check us out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Los Angeles, California, Boston, Massachusetts. The summer boys of summer are coming your way, America. This is our first tour in... Over a hundred years. Right. Yes, that's right. Jordan is no longer has a lucrative and inflexible employment in the field of television. <laughs> uh, I finally have my youngest child just barely old enough that my wife will let me get away for five days at a time. It is going to be an extravaganza. And if you become a member of MaximumFun.org, you and only you... And also other members of MaximumFun.org <laughs> will get exclusive pre-access to tickets to the Summer Boys of Summer Tour 2019. First crack at those ticks. Yeah. Are you going you gonna to get into the front of the VIP line? Yeah, probably. MaximumFun.org. If there is a VIP donate. line. Who knows? We don't if there's know. there's any VIPs at the show for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's going to be great. It's going to be tons of fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I uh, hope everybody comes out to those. Um, yeah, keep uh, keep keep your eyes peeled on the social meads for yeah. deets. Oh, and go to MaximumFun.org slash donate to get first crack at those tickets. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.